Welcome to the seventh official episode of Pillow Talkin' Tea. Welcome to Pillow Talkin' Tea. <laughs> I'm gonna try that again. Tea. I know what I said, Ashley. Love yourself first. <laughs> Love yourself, 2K18. <laughs> that makes me sound like um, a total neat freak organization. Because you are. Type. Thank you. I love celebrity so much. I really like broccoli, so. I forgot what I was gonna say. I lost my train of thought. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> Hi, I'm Margaret. That was really loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we're recording in a different space today, so... Uh, well, I mean, well, you're recording in a different space. Yeah, so I'm just... Uh, I get the opportunity to adjust the levels, and I'm really sorry that that was really loud. You should probably just, like, you know, like, leave them in one spot. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing, though. We talk about... We talk at different volumes throughout the uh, podcast, yeah. right? Okay. So, um, yeah, we are so sorry for the delay in releasing the freaking podcast. I know. It's been rough because we used to always record every Monday and now we've been delaying it lately because we've been so busy. So we were going to record it on Tuesday, but then we had a snow day and then we weren't able to get into the radio room on Wednesday or Thursday. So here we are on Friday, finally getting the opportunity to record which is just which was tragic. also a pain in the ass trying to get the keys to get in here. <laughs> yeah, so Yeah. Well, anyways, I'm Ashley. <laughs> yeah, and I'm Margaret. I already said that though. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh today we will be talking about a fairly sensitive topic, um which every woman has experienced in some way shape or form. If you haven't fi- already figured it out, yeah. it's a uh, sexual assault. What constitute it and other things about it. But first, before we get into all of that, just the regular reminder to like and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat as Pillow Talk, the letter N, T. So uh, let's jump right in, shall we? So I guess we kind of decided that we wanted to start off this episode um, with all of the laws and regulations of what constitutes sexual assault. Just for a preface before we get into our discussions. I would also like to make a point. Actually, I'll do that later. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, under the Canadian law, people who are who willingly engage in intimate physical activity together do not commit sexual assaults upon one another, as long as each remains consenting. So, to be more specific, consent must be voluntary, and it must be given by the person who is being touched in the situation. No one can give valid consent to the unwanted sexual touching of another person. Naturally. Yeah. Um, and the individual in question must be capable of consenting at the time. He or she cannot be mentally ill or affected by alcohol or drugs, for example, that they do not know what they are doing. Which, okay, so there was a, there was a case last, uh, last year where the woman was yeah. intoxicated and... Are you talking t- about the police officer? Yeah. Yeah. And he took advantage of her and she woke up. But, like, in that case, if that's the case... He should not have been found not guilty. Well, I know, under the law, everything that he did was considered rape. So, like, not only him having sexual intercourse with her under the influence of alcohol, um, also him being a figure of authority, being on duty, would also constitute it as sexual assault. So Yeah, but... Why wasn't he found not guilty? Anyway, the trial is up and coming once again. If you guys want to follow it, we will. We can share it. Yeah, yeah. I have no hesitation. Yeah, I will. I know I'm gonna be like for sure. I'm gonna be posting that on my uh, my own Twitter, which is so difficult now because as journalists, it's our job to be objective and to not side 
with anything that would presume our biases. Um, yeah, we're not allowed to have we're not allowed to express our opinion on stuff that we will that we might be covering in the and, future. But despite what your opinion is on the case, it's important to keep up with it as a social progression. Yeah. As something that's um happening around you that you should be knowledgeable about no matter what your opinion is on the case yeah so you should definitely keep up with that when that comes around Mm -hmm. um consent must not be obtained by the accused exercising a position of trust trust or authority which is like we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. um over the other person adult caregivers cannot therefore seek to obtain the consent to having sexual contacts with a person um, in their charge by means of their power or over the other person's. Um, so, yeah, basically stating the injustice of what happened just last year. Or was it a couple of years ago now? Um, I believe it took place in 2014. Okay, so it's been a few years. Um, and the trial started in the end of 2016, and he yeah. was found not guilty in the early stages. Um Actually, this time last year, he was found not guilty. Um, this time yeah, last year, This yeah. time last year, so in 2017. So it's been a while since it actually, like, took place. Okay. Yeah. Um, consent cannot be given in advance to sexual contact, a contact which takes place while a person is asleep or unconscious. Some I think th- that's pretty yeah. self-explanatory. I mean, like, if you wake up to somebody having sex with you... I think under anybody's standards, that's sexual assault, and I would hope. I mean, like, it happened to me, and I didn't know it was sexual assault. I mean, I was dating the guy at the time, and... I think that for somebody who's looking to understand the lines of what sexual assault is, um, the most crucial information to know is that if you felt sexually violated, then it was sexual assault. Meaning, if you couldn't... If you did not give willing consent to that person... Um, f- like verbally or like I mean obviously if you're in a long term relationship with somebody and you just happen to have sex and it's normal and nobody feels violated then that's not rape but it's not rape but it can technically be sexual assault Um, well I mean if that person was willing to do it but just didn't say that they were willing to do it just kind of happened that happens so every day you yeah. know like you just have sexual intercourse with somebody and it's normal but if the person if you can tell, you can tell when you're having sex with someone that they're not willing to do it. Yeah. So I think the lines are you pretty can tell fucking when, bold. You can tell when somebody's kissing you that they don't want to be kissed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it is always revocable, consent must be an ongoing unconscious throughout the activity in question. Um, yeah, so it's important to make sure the person that you're sleeping with is, um, is just... Like... You're okay with this. You're yeah, okay with exactly. that. Exactly. We talked know. about this in previous episodes this month. Yeah. Um, and finally, to pre- protect children, no one under 16 may consent to have sexual contact with an adult. Um, there an area. Um, there's a number of special rules which sometimes apply where both parties are under 19 years old, which are intended to avoid criminalizing consensual teenage sexual activities. Um, so there are lots of laws within that law that state. Um, you are allowed to have sex under 16 if that person is, like, two years above or below um, yeah. your age. So Like, I was dating a 15... I was 15, and I was dating a 19-year-old. Yeah. The laws not. are really tangly and confusing under the age of 16, but on, over when you're over the age of 16, you're 
um, a consenting adult. adult by then. So you can consent to whoever. Um, but it's 18 for anal sex. I'm not sure why that is put in place. There must be some type of protection or like um, health risk or whatever. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. Well, I mean, I there's health risks when it comes to anal sex regardless. Um, yeah, but at the same time, none of like you can have uh anal sex and it be healthy and not destructive you know what i mean well, like yeah. if you're safe well yeah it's you just have to be a little bit more attentive to your sexual activity when you're having anal intercourse you know like it needs to you need to take care of things a little bit more you need to be extra careful yeah um <clears throat> sorry um, everyone who commits a sexual assault is guilty of a an indicatable offense and is liable to imprisonment for a tor- for a term of not more than ten years, or if the complainant is under the age of sixteen, to imprisonment for a term of not more than fourteen years, and to a minimum punishment of imprisonment for a term of one year. Um, so I guess that's just that's a, um, a, a, a circumstantial. Uh, hold on. Hold on, I'm gonna read that again. Okay, yeah, you go. I, for I just it. want to clarify that. Why <laughs> well, I just hit my head off the mic. Yeah, a little out of it today. We haven't been here in a while in the studio. I know, so. and like, uh, it's been it's been such a long week, and it really has. It's been but so we bad. start our um, week long break. <laughs> like as soon as we're done this podcast, we are walking out the door. Oh, we- that. It brings up the topic of the fact that we won't be actually releasing a podcast next week, which is unfortunate, and we're sorry. Yeah, we know so, that I we mean, have a few dedicated listeners that are going to be a little bit upset about that. Shout but out to Terry <laughs> and Tyler and Jared and Jen and Jordan and Jordan. Yeah. And I don't know if any of my friends listen. <laughs> they don't tell me. <laughs> but um, we'll be back again the following week, more organized. Hopefully, um, we have a fun month plan next month all about adulting um, i'm really excited i um yeah i'm really excited about it um anyways well technically continue. it's this month because it is march now true yeah. yeah um anyways to continue um everyone who commits a sexual assault is guilty of b an offense punishable on summary conviction and is liable to imprisonment for a term of not more than 18 months or if the complainant is under the age of 16 to imprisonment for a term of not more than two years less a day and to a minimum punishment of imprisonment for a term of six months so those are the laws and regulations before we get into the actual conversations we're going to be having about pretty real things um want to start off by going over this yeah you uh you found a really interesting article um that's just that's just my garbage oh, that okay. i have there it's nothing um well, you found one a re- page of it but <laughs> you only have one page of it yeah wasn't it like 14 pages long oh no it was three. <laughs> oh. yeah okay so well, the missing uh, we're gonna get the gist of it by the first the beginning part of the article anyways yeah um, so it's called the gray area of consent, and it's from New York Times. Um, yeah, I love New York Times. I love their work. I think everything they do is really eloquent. Um, the headline is the hashtag Me Too movement navigating sex in the gray zone, and I think this brings up a really large topic because of those lines that we were talking about o- o- earlier of what actually constitutes sexual assault. Um, it goes on to say. A sexual misconduct continues to dominate the news. We're providing updates and analysts in a news newsletter. Um, 
and it starts off by saying, what is a gray zone sex? This expression has been used to describe a particular kind of sexual encounter, one that may not be viewed as sexual assault, but that constitutes something far murkier and more troubling than simply a bad date. I would like to give an example. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, a couple podcasts ago, I'm not sure if it was the last one or the one before, but I do remember talking about it, um, stealthing. Right. Yeah. Um, many people consider that sexual assault, but some people don't even really care. But it is it is a non-consensual act of removing the condom, and I think that's... I think that can be very violating and... Yeah, and I feel like not a lot of people talk about that particular act of sexual assault because... I don't think people know what it is. Yeah, and the scary thing about something like that is that um, in all the gross places of the internet, there lie these, like, groups of people who... Are disgusting? Yeah, are disgusting, and they go... um, They kind of, like, engage with one another, talking about how they can go about doing this, and they, like, fetishize... Take, removing condoms during sex for I know um, that absolutely there was a big thread that I saw about this happening in the gay community of um, gay men with HIV trying to um, infect other uh, sexual partners on purpose yes because and that, that was something that they fetishized that they fantasized about which is absolutely horrific for obvious reasons um, the same thing happens in heterosexual sex when um, guys disgusting. are just more because i know i know some people want to quote unquote ex, uh, ex sorry um exercise their natural male yeah, right? right and i think that's absolutely disgusting um if you of could, course like, if you want to do that and you ask your partner prior and she's game for it because a she's on birth control or you guys are okay with having to or you you're guys using, are both safe yeah you're using other methods of protection then absolutely um, but if you agree initially to wear a condom and you remove it during intercourse, that is considered sexual assault. That is considered something that they're not consenting to. And there's so many more gray areas to sex as well. The article continues to say, um, but in this Me Too movement, many women privately and publicly have found the language to speak out about it. If um, It was there in New York shortly. Uh, sorry. It was there in the New Yorker short story, Cat Person, which went viral a few months ago. Um, and I was there again in a young woman's online account in an incident involving, I'm not sure how to pronounce that actor's name, Aziz, but there was a big controversy how, about him. How do you spell it? Um, A-Z-I-Z. Okay. We're not going to get into that today because that's a whole other story. Um, much in the same way that cases of Harvey Weinstein and others exposed the nasty perversionness of workplace sexual harassment and assault. Um, these gray zone stories have prompted equally important conversations about sexual assault. Um, okay, so yeah, this has, I think we all know the big lines that divide what constitutes sexual assault and what doesn't. It's pretty evident that we all know those laws, that we all know that like if somebody's unwilling under the influence that that is considered sexual assault, but there are so many other cases, especially now that we're brought up I'm in this revolutionary time of the hashtag Me Too movement, um, where we get to see other people's stories. We get to, um, we get to realize the other side of things that nobody talks about, like consenting to sex, for example, and then um, somebody in the midst of it doing something that you initially were not consenting to, like not asking if that was okay or 
you know what I mean? I mean, I've, I think every woman I know has had an experience where they've had a gray zone sexual assault. I think, yeah, I think every woman has for sure. And not only women, of course, every gender has, I'm not saying everybody in the world has, has um, experienced sexual assault in a way, but um, it's sad to know the numbers. And I think that when this, Me Too movement started, we started to get an idea of those numbers. We started to realize that our friends were getting, were being assaulted and uh, people that we grew up with and people that we know from high school, our family members, like it's so common and we got to see the forefront of that. I think that's absolutely outrageous. It absolutely is. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say to that. Um, when I know that when I was a little bit younger, I had consenting sex with an adult. Well, I was not an adult. It was consenting How, verbally. What were the ages? What? I don't understand. Um. Well, I was 16, so I guess I could... Yeah, you were Yeah, six, so yeah. I was a consenting adult, but um, at the time, he was significantly older than I was, um, which in my mind now is a bit of a power advantage, um, and you need to be wary of things when you're engaging. Yeah. Um, in relations with older I, people. I think, yeah, I think it's a power advantage every single time when you have sex with a, yeah, with a significantly to, older person exactly. for your, three or more years. It's something that you need to be cautious of, but it's also something that, like, if you're... Um, it's, it's a decision that you make on your own. Um, and I know that he did something... He did a few things that I wasn't comfortable with and I stated that I wasn't comfortable with, but proceeded to do them anyways, even when I told him to stop. So... Um, and that to me was a gray zone area because after the incident happened, I felt I was left really confused as to, um, how I should be feeling like if I felt like I knew I felt violated, but I didn't know if I could justify why I felt violated because I consented to have sex with him. Yeah, I get that. So, yeah, I, um, I forgot what I was going to say. Never mind. (laughs) I was gonna, I was gonna expand on that with my own personal situation, but you know, that's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like we'll actually go back to the what's happening in Hollywood after we delve into. We'll just skip a section here because if we're talking about the Me Too movement, um, we'll also talk about the Times Up movement. Hashtag Me Too. Okay, yeah. so I I don't entirely understand the difference between Me Too and Times Up. Um, well, the Time's Up movement against sexual harassment was found on January 1st by Hollywood celebrities in response to the Weinstein, uh, Me Too. So it was, it was afterwards. I thought it was because of Time Magazine. Um, I'm not actually sure if there's any, like, connection between the two, but I know that the hashtag Time's Up was actually, um, was actually generating funds that were going to a legal defense fund oh really I yeah didn't know that. yeah it was okay, actually yeah. like a, by donation kind of thing the me too started at all of course yeah um and we're all familiar with that but times times up came shortly after um and it actually raised 20 million dollars <laughs> that went to a legal defense that, fund to fight for yeah you know instances like this um now when the me too hashtag went viral in october to help demonstrate the widespread prevalence of the sex of sexual well, assault. Well, it it, it's been going on for much longer than just 2017. It's been on the go for a really long time. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah but it but became popular. Yeah, in a lot more people started talking about it in 
in October of 2017. Yeah. The yeah. phrase was actually created by Tarana Burke is her name, and she's an activist, but was popularized by um, this actress named Alyssa Milano. I'm not familiar with her work, but... The, the last name rings a bell. Yeah. Um, when she encouraged women to tweet this to give people a sense of the magnitude of the problem. Um, since then, the phrase has been posted online millions of times, often like with an accompanying accompanying uh personal stories of sexual assault i know people that have posted the hashtag me too um hashtag with and their comment on it was i don't know or i don't owe anybody my story yeah so yeah it it did spark a few different types of debate but i think that was the point yeah the point of it was mostly to bring up popularizing this is to have that debate talk about it yeah so like not even um you don't again like a lot of people fought for the fact that you like you do not owe anybody your story but also other people fought for the fact that i want to tell my story so people could understand yeah so and both very valid points and i think it's definitely a lot to do with um just your personal willingness to share and i mean I, yeah. I, I i'm proud of people who share their story i think it's really brave but i'm I also proud important. of people who keep it to themselves um just so you I think know, it's important things. to talk about it um, in order to bring it up, like get over it. But at the same time, you can talk about it not publicly and not share your story and still get over it. Yeah, absolutely. Know? I think there are many different kind of and mechanisms I hate the term. I hate the phrase "get over it," but you know what I mean, right? Like move on, like it not taunt you. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I think that there are so many different types of ways that people deal with problems and I mean that goes under any instance but um you have to acknowledge that these people coming together men women um non-binary people coming together and telling the world that this has happened to them to them and it's happened to my friend this happened to my family member and it's happened to so many people in my life and so many people in your life um really gives a sense of magnitude like Uh, Milano said you know Mm -hmm. of the actual problem at hand like so many people are being mistreated and it's a a big social issue and to me this was revolutionary when this happened yeah um it did strike up an argument though of people coming forward about uh sexual assault wrongfully um what do you mean I know that I've heard a lot of talk about Me Too is kind of seeming as a joke. Like, everybody can come out and say oh, hashtag yeah. Me Too. Oh, yeah, our classmate has, like, like jokingly said hashtag Me Too. And I'm like, it's not funny. Yeah. And I, I didn't want to be that bitch to bring it up and say, you know? Yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. Like, I would have under any other circumstance, but, like, I... I didn't have the energy to yeah. bring it up to Sometimes him. Sometimes it's like not, it's not a battle worth fighting, so I just burped. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's really not because, like, part of me understands people getting angry about the fact of, like, misallegations when it comes to sexual assault because that's something to be angry about. We should be yeah. angry about uh, people being subject to imprisonment and charges and trials because of wrongful accusation. Um, but at the same time, it's so rare. Like, not a lot of people are going to come out about sexual assault wrongfully because it's already stigmatized. It's already something that you shouldn't, like, you, a lot of people don't want to come out about because 
the backlash, the feedback, the you actually didn't get assaulted type of behavior. I don't get that. Yeah, why, why would you want to come out um why would you make it up falsely? Too? Yeah, exactly. There's no benefits from falsely as in my eyes anyway. There aren't any benefits from falsely accusing yeah. somebody of sexual assault or uh, accusing yourself of being a victim, you know what I mean? So it's so it's such a rarity at the same time, it is important to acknowledge that anybody can do it. Anybody can falsely accuse somebody of rape. Um, I just don't see the point in it. Exactly. That's why it's so rare that a lot of people would want to come out about sexual assault in the first place, let alone fake it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it did spark a lot of heated discussions, but heated discussions we all needed to have. Yeah. And it seems to be pretty ongoing. I mean, it's not as common now, and people aren't really hashtagging me, t- me too anymore. Um, I or think times people out. still are. But it's not as big as it was, like, just Last a few month. months ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's still sparked an important discussion that's still being had. Yeah. Um, about sexual assaults, about um, where the lines are, you know? So, and about, like, finally opening up and criminalizing the yeah. people who have made criminal action. Mm-hmm. So hopefully when we see the trial coming up soon, um, justice is served. Yeah, I don't... As cliche as that phrase is. Um, I, uh, shall we move this on to the what's happening in Hollywood segment? Yeah, it's, has it been a while since we've done what's happening in Hollywood or did we do that last week? Um, I don't actually remember. <laughs> I like our what's happening in Hollywood section. It keeps everybody a little bit more informed. Yeah. But so this week is a little bit. Here Everybody in, knows what's Here happening. in Canada, there's this band. <laughs> um, and I believe they're originally from Vancouver. I have no in like I have no knowledge about Headley. But the person in question, you just spoiled the whole thing. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Everybody I knows. To... Everybody's read the article. Not everybody's read the article. Anyway, so um the person in question pretend you didn't hear that. The person in question <laughs> is um got their start on Canadian Idol. And I was actually Did you hu- really? Yeah, I was actually a huge fan of Headley. Um, they follow me on my private Twitter, actually, wow. uh, that I've had since grade 10, so it's been a very long time. It has, like, 13,000 tweets or something like that. Nice. Yeah, I was really into it. I was invested. Um, but, yeah, so uh, Jacob Hogard um, has has acted pretty scandalously, I think, since he got famous. Um, yeah. I've heard stories that he's, like, a terrible person. He's known to be somebody who comes here and... I mean, yeah, he's he leaves these stories behind. Yeah, I mean, like he is he is a star, and people do see him, and people will, when you're famous, people will walk up to you and talk to you, you know, like that. I don't, I didn't know people do. People still listen to Headley, or they're on the radio, so I imagine they do. <coughs> yeah. Fair enough. I just don't think anybody's really like I, fan girly about them anymore. I have a friend. That no. is, so. <laughs> Yikes. But um, I uh, I was uh. I was working at Victoria's Secret at the time, so this was back in either 2015 or 2016, and Jacob Hogart had cheated on his girlfriend um, with this Instagram famous person, and it sparked a whole new controversy of stuff. Um, Twitter users took to Twitter and started calling Jacob Hogart a pig because he cheated on his girlfriend with this, like... uh, His current girlfriend? 
they broke up a long time ago. Okay. Yeah. Uh, shortly after this, actually. Okay. Um, Understandably. I don't think he has a girlfriend right now. I thought he did at the time of this al- current allegation, though, right? Or he was married. I don't think he was ever married. Oh. I'm, I have no, again, like, no knowledge about Jacob Hogart. I don't know. Lee. Jacob Hogart is an entirely different human being that I've ever witnessed in my life. Anyway. So, um, at the time of this current investigation, I tried to open the article, like, six times on my frickin' phone, and my phone is a piece of shit, <laughs> and I'm very happy that my upgrade is in a couple months. No, that's good, that's good, but I think we've, most Ouch. people are acquainted with the article of the girl coming forward recently about you, sexual assault. Do you know the headline off by, off? Um, I don't, but I know that when you showed me that article, um, if you can find it, that would be awesome, but Yeah. I know when you showed me that article and I was reading into it, I was just, oh wait, it was so intense and I, I, I can't even find the words to properly like, explain. It was, it was heavy. It was really, really And heavy. it was really triggering and it was very like, see. But the, the just... journalist who wrote the story wrote it beautifully yeah it was very it was very well written and that person did an excellent job so essentially back in 2016 i believe um this young woman i'm assuming she's okay the article title is i said stop uh ottawa woman accuses headley singer jacob hogar dot 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 yeah um that's all i can see because my phone crashes after that yeah um but there was this young woman um, who accused Jacob Hogart of raping her. Um, she found him on Tinder and was, like, like under a fake name. And oh. um, she swiped right. She was like, oh, my God, is that Jacob Hogart? She swiped right. They matched. They were talking constantly. They wanted to meet up and buy, like, and she had full, uh, like, she was fully aware that they were going to meet up and, like, have sex. Yeah. But when she got there, she changed her mind. Okay. You know, yeah. which is, which you can do. You yeah. are allowed to change yeah, your mind. It says in the law that, like, you, consent is obligated during the exercise, like, yeah. of physically having sex with a person. It must be ongoing. Like, you can't just agree to it for, like, beforehand and then expect it. You so, know? Um, I'm going to uh, mention some of the events that took place. So, if anybody's listening and they don't want to hear this, um, yeah, just, just skip towards a part that just a little bit we in the aren't. Future. Yeah, because yeah, um, yeah, it's 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 pretty rough what they talk about. So, um, so basically, what happened was she went to his hotel room and he immediately took her phone because of this prior situation where he slept with a woman and she took pictures. Um, this was the one I mentioned when I was working at Victoria's Secret. Yes. Um, she took pictures and posted it all over social media and got him, a lot, got him in a lot of trouble with his girlfriend and stuff like that. So, um, so he immediately took this young woman's phone and said, I'm not, you're not allowed to have your phone, you know, so you don't take pictures, stuff like that. Um, and she pushed he pushed her up against the wall and they started making out and then um a maid or something came by um and said jacob your your regular room is ready and it went into detail about the room as well which i thought was like whoa yeah, um yeah. but uh the room um when they went to the the new room um 
there was like this giant king size bed, a huge TV, and a mirror mounted above the bed. Which, I mean, says a lot. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit. (laughs) So, um, so he immediately, again, pushed up against the wall and started kissing her. And she just, you know, pushed him back and said, I just, like, not right now. You know, um, so I think she's, uh, they were watching TV for, like, five minutes on the bed before he blatantly, he just flipped her over onto her stomach, hauled her pants down, and started you know, yeah. in her bum. Yeah. Um, so she said, uh, it went into detail about, um, how she, how he didn't stop until she was bleeding from both areas and she was in so much pain, blah, blah, blah. And, um, he at one point hauled her into the bathroom by like dragged her off of the bed by her ankles and hauled her into the bathroom, like dragged her into the bathroom, and asked her if he could urinate on her or if she would urinate on him. And that was the only time in the article that he had asked for consent. And uh, and she kept saying like, "No, that's disgusting. No, don't do that." Blah blah blah. Yeah. But um, he. I think the next day. Um, cause Did you stay the night? I don't. She's, she stayed the night because he kept, like, they were, he was doing this it for, going on for, a while. for a very long time. So he had to go to the meet, a meeting the next day. He gave her back her phone, gave her some cab money, um, and she left. And she was absolutely traumatized from that point on. She deleted the text messages. She deleted his number, um, blah, blah, blah. But she I believe she confronted him, and he denied it completely or something i can't remember what happened after that but um now there's this charge up against him of course well yeah and there is um there's this there's another article floating around by this i don't know if it's a very trustworthy uh news organization um i don't remember who it was but it said jacob hogard has confessed to sexual sexual uh i can't i don't think it was the word misconduct no he it was so vague. What was it, the statement that he made? Like, he... It was a very vague statement, but he said he has never once in his life um, had sex without consent. Which, obviously, that isn't true if that's the case with this young woman. Yeah, I mean, I of course, we don't know a whole lot about this young woman who came forward, um, but with a story so in-depth and heartbreaking as that yeah. one... His tour is now is canceled, right? Like it's, it's yeah. So yeah. No, they're gonna continue with the tour. They're gonna do up their last few dates, and then they're gonna like Chris Cripp and the drummer is completely out of the band. Tommy Mack yeah. tweeted that and he got kicked out of the band. But like, come on, you know Chris Cripp and left willingly. Yeah, yeah, of course. After an allegation like that, you don't want to be surrounded by a person who yeah yeah who has that on their back. And if that's so. the case, then obviously the other Headley members didn't have had no idea what was happening they had no idea obviously i don't know i wonder if they knew what kind of person he was like and i don't know but he looks like a slob uh yeah that's true have you seen him he he, uh, it looks he looks like a crack addict i mean yeah but that doesn't (laughs) say that doesn't say a lot about the person's character how they look um but i just i wonder if those types of actions were strictly in his personal sexual life or yeah if he was just a 
a cruel person day to day, you know, because nobody really knows the inside information to a celebrity's actual personality. Um, but I'm glad to know that the other band members are separating, mm-hmm. uh, recognizing that that is I a big Mack problem. I think Tommy Mac and Dave Rosin um, are still in it, and they just have like a replacement drummer in the meantime. It, until the tour is done. Yeah. But I, are um, they I, completely separating after the fact? Yeah. Yeah, figures. Yeah. Um, like you know, how, you haven't been keeping up to date with the trial, have you? Or has the trial been From what I yet? understand, the there's an upcoming date. Yeah, that's what I figured. Because I would have seen more articles those, on it. Things if, like that don't happen too immediately. No, they don't. Um, which, they cause take like, some time. Because so. the Snellgrove case went on for months oh gosh, at a time. So long. Yeah, so... There was protests and everything, and yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah, that's what's happening in Hollywood. Which um, is crazy. Um, hashtag me too. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah it, it's unfortunate because after the Harvey Weinstein, um, the, the breaking story on that, and then the storm of people who kind of followed afterwards and opened up, and it was just sad but beautiful thing because... Of course, sad because these people have been through have so much, been through hell, and are finally just now getting the chance to open up about it. But beautiful yeah. because we're seeing the like the reality of the issue. Like the mm-hmm. real problem lies within the numbers. Um, yeah, and with so this many incident, people are it, it, out. Yeah, it, it has been some time though since we've seen a story as big as this one. Though. Yeah, it's been you know since the few actresses and celebrities that came out after the Harvey Weinstein incident that we've seen something so big. And I don't know. I wonder, I've never gotten the Headley's fan perspective. You know what I mean? Are people like abandoning the bandwagon or are people standing up with him? I think most things I've seen involved, um, involved, fans saying oh i used to like them so much i used to be a big fan blah 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 yeah i was a i was a huge fan back when they did their stormy album which was two or three albums ago now and they came to st john's and it was great it was a good concert jacob has a lot of passion when he performs yeah. um uh but after their next album came out i was like this sucks and yeah I they just, were big for a while when yeah. like mariana's trench was popular here like and those, I wonder who's gonna replace um, Newfoundland's like mile one band because legitimately Headley is the only <laughs> band that ever comes here. Well, like they loved Newfoundland too. Yeah, yeah. This happened in Ottawa, right? Yeah, right. So I guess that moves us along forward to our sleep on it section. Yeah. Oh man, I totally forgot about it. Um. Yeah, so yeah. I, you came up with this one this week, like usual. I sleep did. on it's our year little segment. Yeah, um, I do the sleep on it. You do everything else. <laughs> I do my best. I come up with some idea and you do the research. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I, I'm dedicated. You are, yeah. I just do the organization. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like I put all the content media. in and you just organize it and it's perfect. It's a yeah. good routine. It's a good system. I'm I'm really glad that you like it. <laughs> I, I actually do too. I like the organization. Yeah, too. I know. Uh, anyway, so Sleep On It is our segment where we come up with the phrase, statement, question, what have you, and we absolutely do want to hear your opinions on the Sleep On It segment for you regular listeners like Jared, Jordan, Jen... 
Terry. <laughs> all three J's. Yeah. Terry. Um, am I missing somebody? Tyler. Tyler. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Tyler. Sorry, um, Tyler. I love you. <laughs> um, but yeah, we. If you guys want to let us know your input, we would love to hear. You yeah, back you from can you just DM us on Twitter or Instagram. Just an FYI, Terry. I didn't post this on the Pillow Talk Snapchat, but like when you were messaging Ashley. She was, like, crying. She was so happy. She was really happy to hear from wow. you. Wow. Way to expose me. <laughs> well, you know, it was really cute, and it was really heartwarming, and even I read the message, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to yeah. die. It's really good to know that there's something big coming out of this. Like, people are we actually We really do appreciate you benefiting. guys. Yeah. Because yeah. we don't do it for ourselves. Like, of course, we love what we do, but yeah. um, we do it so other people... We want to so get the word out. The word. Yeah. yeah. We want to be able to. We want make it some type of influence. Yeah, and we're really glad that we have some kind of influence on you guys. Um, Yeah, we're really glad that we have a viewership right now. Yeah, it's really good. So, please do let us know. Or you follow us on Snapchat, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook as Pillow Talk Letter NT, um, and you can message us about your opinion on our sleep on it. I'm thinking next month as well. Or in the following months, we're going to have more guest speakers. We haven't had one yet. And I we think haven't. We really need to introduce some oh new people God. to Pillow Talk, the world of Pillow Talk we tea. Do. It's so fun here. Yeah. So, so um, I have a couple people in mind. And so do I. Okay. So, so we'll have to. We're going to start having those people trickle in. in the and we do have three. While. We have three mics that we can use. Yeah, exactly. So we can utilize those. Yeah. Um, also, you can let us know if you want to be a guest. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you want to be a guest, just let us know. We're welcome to. Um, you just let us know what you are passionate about. And yeah. And we'll do an episode about we, it. I, I would really love for you guys to come in and listen to it and listen and, and take part. You know, I would love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. We forgot about Toby. He's a really active listener as oh well. Oh, my God. Toby, thank you so much for helping me with my project the other week. I did really good. I got 100. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sleep on it section. <laughs> so sleep on it. Along. Ashley, honey, my darling, mm-hmm. um, if the event occurred, would you report it? I think that a question like that is so circumstantial to Absolutely. what the actual event was. In a case like what I did experience, of course, I didn't report I was really young. I was really scared. I didn't know how to act in a way that would be most beneficial for myself. So I just kind of balled it up. Um, and I, it, now, as a woman who's somebody who acts independently and somebody who can make decisions for themselves, knowing what benefits them the most, I would. Under the, or at least I think I would. I don't, I don't think you really know until you're in a position to make a decision like that. But looking on the outside of a situation, I think that I would. I think that I would want to avoid that person who betrayed me to be not in any way shape or form able to do that to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be my main reasoning behind coming out about it hopefully to somebody with authority somebody who can um yeah i i would hope that i would do it because i wanted other people to be safe i wouldn't want him to be able to get the chance to do it to somebody else and under what circumstance would you not report it um if it was a circumstance we neglect to think about sometimes like who's at risk 
um, if it was a circumstance of, well, that person knows me and is familiar with me and I'm scared to come out for reasons being like my life, um, then I would keep it to myself. It was a, it was probably a gray area sexual assault. I would keep it to myself, um, for reason being that I don't know if people would take me seriously, which is a sad thing to think about, but that's the reality of a lot of situations like that. Well, like, um, in my circumstance, I hadn't told anybody about anything until you and I had that discussion, and then I started coming out and talking about it, and now I talk to somebody. Because it's important to know that these things are important, are just really crucial to talk about, really, because... If you come out about your story, more people are going to come out about theirs when it happens. So in real time, we can see people who are doing illegal things such as sexual assaults being can, you know, um, receive the consequences. Yeah. So what about you, Margaret? If the event occurred now, would you report it? Just being in a position um, in your life where you are. Like, happened again or happened, like, in this moment from when it happened, like, from what happened in the past, if it happened yeah. at this I moment. I think any or circumstance. Or if it happened again. Any circumstance of feeling violated. If it happened again, um, it depends on circumstance as well. You know, um, I have to take into account who the person is. I have to take into yeah. account what they've done, how I felt, but what the oh, repercussions are for you. And what the repercussions are for that person as well. Yeah. Because I, I'm, I'm way too... For, I'm not forgiving, but I don't forgive people very easily. Um, yeah. I'm way too caring. Yeah. You know? Um, because I take into account, like, how is this going to affect their life? Yeah. But if I absolutely do have no care for the person, if I have absolutely no respect for the person, I will absolutely go report it. You know? Like... Um. Yeah, I think a major thing to think about in a circumstance like that, too, is, like, if you do not report it, then you're doing a lot of people a disservice, like, a lot of um, future sexual encounters for this person a disservice because... Yeah. I think about that a lot, actually, because I didn't go report what happened, and all I can think about now is what if he's done it to somebody else? Yeah. You know, uh, which is heartbreaking to think about, but at the th- same time, if you went forward about something like that in real time, would anybody take you seriously? And it's sadly something that you really need to consider because yeah. you don't want to ruin your any type of reputation you have. Yeah, <coughs> which is sad because you should be able to come out about something like that, and you should be able to have that conversation, and mm-hmm. you know. But I would tell you instantly. I don't know. Well, of <laughs> like, course, yeah. I mean, it's it's totally different. Like, reporting it to the police and um, stuff like that, it's totally different than, like, talking to your friend yeah, and talking to your therapist about it, you know. About it, yeah. you know? Um, but I do think it's crucial to talk about that kind of thing that goes on in your, ha- in your life. And under what circumstance would you not report it? Um, well, if I thought that nobody would believe me or... If I thought that I would be ridiculed or um, if it had, like, 
if it would if it would inconvenience me absolutely not like yeah. oh my god i got all these trial dates up and i'm in the middle of freaking finals like you know that's what, i that relate would, <laughs> that would be sad. that would be an inconvenience to me because my education above everything else comes first um yeah so yeah. i don't know if it was an inconvenience to me if i didn't think people would believe me if i thought that like, if I think about that person as, as uh, in their character, in their personality, if I knew they wouldn't do it again, because, like I said, the, so, when it happened last time, I think it would happen to other girls that that person has slept with. But if I, if I think I about this, it, if I think about this person and, um, and I, and I think that they wouldn't do it to anybody else, I don't think I would come forward. So I guess what you're saying is the degree in which you were sexually assaulted obviously would depend on their character because if it was just something as um, this person did sexually assault you, but you might think, like, because of their character, it was an accident. Like, they genuinely didn't realize I don't really, that you would I don't have really, been harmed by it. I don't, think they, I don't think it's ever an accident. Exactly. So wouldn't you think that, like... I think it's... That would reflect their character? You know what I mean? Like, it, well, like if it's like a, like um, I'm trying to think of like a situation. circumstance. Yeah. Say if you're in a long term relationship and you, I don't know, uh, woke up to your significant other having sex with you, and you're like that sexual assault. Yeah. But they've never done it in the years that you've you've. And maybe they thought like. They, they like they, they thought you were awake and you were like sleep talking or yeah. something like that. They were just know? kind of misguided in the fact that maybe they th- thought that that was something that would turn you on or what, yeah. whatever it may be. Um, yeah, I see what you mean there. Yeah. So. Yeah. I guess that's the show. It's been a heavy one. Yeah. So um, don't forget to let us know your thoughts. Um, next month is well, this month <laughs> is going to be a little bit more lighthearted. We're going to be talking about adulting and stuff like that. Yeah. We would love. I, I think I have uh, another topic in mind already. Actually, oh, that's exciting. Um, um, I t- be sure to stay tuned for that because I think we both have different areas of expertise. Yes. Completely. In most topics that we talk about, completely different. Yeah, um, I'm I'm the super organized one, FYI. <laughs> fair enough. But that doesn't mean <laughs> that I can't adult. No, absolutely. So, but like, I think I we mean, just it just varies when it comes to our expertise in that subject. So we have a lot of interesting things next month that I I'm can, really excited I about. I can uh, I can bring forward some uh, first time home living expertise. Oh, I like that. And I mean, I'm the queen of thrift shopping so i do a lot of coupons like we both like to save money yeah. <laughs> that's for sure i mean i'm broke i'm unemployed now so yeah anyways we'll talk all about that next month yeah. so so um this has been pillow talk and tea don't forget to like us follow us share us on pillow on facebook twitter instagram and snapchat as pillow talk the letter n t and i'm ashley you're not ashley i'm margaret <laughs> i i read your yours <laughs> <laughs> I read your side of the script so much that I I'm dead. That's so funny. Because I read I read the beginning of the script and it's like, "Hi, I'm Ashley and I'm Margaret." <laughs> you know, but um yeah, so I'm not Ashley. Who are you? I'm Margaret <laughs> and I'm Ashley. <laughs> <laughs>